During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Welcome to Screencast, kind of funny's only entertainment-based podcast where we come together and talk about streaming services, movies, and TV shows. You're a loud typer. We, I just want you to know that. I, it's distracting. First off, I haven't typed once since the show started, Nick. He said God, why audio, is he on this? He you said, said I could be on if he wasn't on. He I didn't say I'd be on if he was up. on it, too. And then Kevin trained me after six hard years to not say anything when the audio's up. And then I hear this. Clicky, clicky. Clicky, clicky. It hasn't been six years, has it? We got a whole lot of dude on the show yeah, today. Yeah, a whole lot. Yeah, where's Joey? I thought Joey was going to be on the show. I'm excited to hang out and do no, a show with Joey. Joey. I called Joey. I was like, Joey, I got that cake you wanted. Are you going to be there? She's like, nah. <laughs> we run the company, right? Do, do people check in with any of us when no. they're just not here? No. Joey called me last night. I was like, I'm trying to figure out my morning. What, what are you doing? Can you pick this kick up for me or what's up? I was like, yes, boss. Are we live? Oh, yeah, we're live. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are live on Twitch right now. We are streamed every Friday. Normally, today's Thursday. Uh, around 11.30, I guess. Why are we doing that? I'm going to tell you one thing right we now. We got Hobbs and Shaw <gasps> tomorrow. That we're gonna I'm going to do in We're going to take review. all the Mountain Dew from KFA of yesterday. Great episode, by the way. Go ahead and watch that. And we're going to take it mm-hmm. into the theater, and me and Greg are going to cannonball that shit. Cannonball! It's you, me, and Jen. How much Mountain Dew can we get for A lot. We're going to hoop it. If you don't want to watch Wait, this live, you it? can go Sparkles, to... Uh, sparkling uh, spark- water bottle where you turn it upside down. He's made that up. You can watch us on YouTube or Rooster Teeth. If you don't want to look at our ugly mugs, you can go to your favorite streaming service, your favorite podcast Podcast. streaming services, Mm -hmm. and find us there. (laughs) Sorry. If you want to help support us, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny and support at whatever tier you want. Some of the tiers get you to talk with us, like the bronze tier. It's my favorite tier. Truth be told. It's a great tier. Gold tier, gray tier. Bronze tier, favorite tier. Mm, mm, mm. Or you can be a Patreon producer like this week we have David Mintel. The Mind Freak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll I'm, tell you what I think right now. We have been having a lot of fun coming up with nicknames for everyone that's a Patreon producer. So Bird Meg. Well, we've scared everyone else off. So. Robin GL is RGL now. And when we say RGL, uh, Andy goes, well, there it is. That's great. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Well, how about that? Huh? I'm Iron Man. Because Andy does a bad Iron Man impression, that's what that's what yeah, he is. Yeah, he sucks so fucking bad. I am your host, Kevin Coelho, and today... You didn't read to, all of the names. No, it's just David Mintel. It's August 1st. It's August 1st. Mind, mind Freak. A new leaf. How about this, Tim? Just do what I do when I'm not hosting the show. I come in here, I do three Have uppers, one downer, and I just <laughs> let it go, all right? <laughs> you got two uppers, <laughs> one downer. <laughs> <laughs> it's the old three upper, one downer. I like downer Dr. Mario inside me. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the pill on my tongue. So today we've got to my, directly to my right one, Greg, my friend. Miller. That's right. We had breakfast today. Hey, we did. It was great. Yeah. God, Lucha's looking for that second half yeah, of that burrito. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah, saving it for later. Huh? Big old oh, nice. lunch time. Uh, to your right, 
One, Nick, the man with the three-fingered review. Hello. Scarpino. Hello, everyone. Welcome mm-hmm. to Screencast. <laughs> to your right, my Wait, do, left. Do you, do, are you re-introing the show? I was, I was <laughs> thinking about it. I was thinking about it. Is one, Tim, my enemy, Gettys. Do you come up with a new thing every Call week? Call him a frenemy. He's a frenemy. frenemy. That's a frenemy. really good. No. That's what it is. A no. frenemy? That's fun. No, fun I enemy? Him. I hate him. Like you get to bang him occasionally? Jesus Christ. Oh, like, like, All like right, let's, let's like talk about fun things that we've been watching recently. I... Got through well most of Euphoria. We have mm. one episode left. My wife is watching that. She Dude, likes it a lot. I'm watching it. Show, very stressful. That's very, very stressful. Very stressful. Phenomenal. Awesome. She called me yesterday and she was like, "We're never having kids." And here's why. I started watching Euphoria. I can't deal with these teenagers. Nope. It's so yeah. real to kill before crazy. they get to teenage years. Crazy. Dude, the thing I love most about it is that it's Degrassi, but on HBO, where they're just like, "Fuck it." it Degrassi went there. Degrassi's like, "Oh, it's all the high school drama." And they, there was a lot of high school. There was the shootings. Wheelchair mm-hmm. Jimmy, never forget mm-hmm. all of that. Um, but HBO with Euphoria, they're like, fuck it. We're going to like really, really get into the shit that these teenagers are getting into as hard the drugs as possible. They're going to do them. There's going to be a lot of fucking, there's going to be a lot of dick because in high school, there's a lot of dicks. There's a lot of dicks. That was my too. biggest problem with my high school mm-hmm. was everywhere you turn, dick, dick, Jesus, dick. man, put some of the dicks away, Euphoria, man. I'm loving it. I love Is the it? look of it. I love the soundtrack. I love the, the, all the actors. Mm. I put a pin in that real quick. For the question of the show, you said you're almost done. Is it done? Because I'm I'm binging it right now with Se- Jen. Season uh, one ends next week. Okay, cool. I'm this sorry. Sunday. This this Sunday. Because yeah. I was trying to figure like I, we got through no spoilers, but we got through the carnival episode last night. And when that was happening, That's I, I, I had Jen pause it. I'm like, is this is this like the finale? Because like the way the music was building mm-hmm. and the, all the different threads were coming together, I was like, are they all about to Beautiful, explode? Man. Yeah. Beautiful. It's such the a one, great end. I agree with everything you said except the soundtrack. I feel like at times the soundtrack is just like over, like, like distracting. Exactly, yeah. where it's like it's all of a sudden it's, it's like very like orchestral, but like quirky and quaint. And it's like, wait, why is it getting like this right now? Let's I love stick it to the I real music because I, I I feel like that that that's part of what draws me to it is that it, it's chaos, but it's like it's designed like they that was a choice, and like I can see that not everybody vibing with it, but yeah. it it really to me makes the show special and unique. Yeah. I dig it too. The soundtrack it's great. But like my favorite part is the writing. Like the, these characters are so well done, and there's so many like cool characters. Like the uh, was Fez, the drug dealer. Oh my god! Right? And yeah, the drug dealers his, are awesome. I assume is his little brother. Yeah, <laughs> who's right? Even better. Who's in charge of everything? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, it's a great show. Highly recommend it. Zendaya is great too. Like, oh, I, she's phenomenal. You know, it's I, I wasn't too familiar with her her work besides Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, Me neither. Yeah. And, and seeing this is just like God. She's she's so good. Well, that's she's what great. I keep talking about when I'm when Jen and I are uh, reflecting on this. I, I I had no idea, knowing nothing about her. And I mean, I've heard I've heard of Zendaya before, but not knowing what she was in until Spider Man. I think she's great Spider Man. But then the range she shows here. Right where she is, she's you know just the drug addict or whatever. But then when she has those honest moments, when she needs to show rage, when she goes, it's like, wow, fuck, you're really doing a great job doing it. And it's a show that for real keeps me guessing in terms of what's going to happen. And a lot of the the characters act real. Like I yeah. I, I appreciate it mm-hmm. where it's like they're they're making choices that seem realistic, not smart, mm-hmm. but realistic of how people would be in those situations. Yeah. Um, especially some of the like the boyfriend girlfriend situations and, and like them getting in fights and how they take out their anger in, in different ways. Right. Some of it very inappropriate ways, oh, but yeah, okay. that's what happens. Yeah. 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 I'm very interested to see where it goes. Yeah. I'm very excited for the season finale and I'm excited to get more of the show because it's damn good. Yeah. yeah. You guys are talking me into watching this. You should good. really watch it. Honestly, well, I know you don't like fantastic. Dicks. I love dicks. Or sex, yeah. titties, or Ferris wheels. Yeah. Ferris, nobody likes Ferris wheels. First off. 
Ferris wheels is just like a joke that humanity played on itself. I also really like that each episode like starts and centers on one character, and we get it's cool structure. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah and really, the flashbacks really cool. to it, right? Yeah, yeah the yeah, things yeah. they're doing with like Cat and her character progression, I've really, really dug. Yeah, there's moments of just brilliance when it comes to style over substance. Yeah, uh, like the there's one moment that without spoiling stuff, it's like the camera kind of just is spinning. Oh around yeah, to show time passing and like it. It takes you out of the world, but it feels like it belongs. Yeah. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like a, a cheap gimmicky thing. It's like, oh, this is really cool, and this is what the show is. Yeah. I feel like the editing on the show is also very tight in like a great way. HBO's been killing yeah. it in that respect it with really most has. shows. <laughs> like, because in terms of editing, we'll talk later about it. But Big Little Lies, like the editing in that show is phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think with Euphoria, they're kind of like there's a a vibe that they're going with that yeah. I'm really into. Miller, are you watching anything good this week? Uh, Euphoria would be the top of the list. The boys would be the second part of the mm-hmm. list. And I, we're going to talk more about yeah, that yeah, as so our want, big topic today. We're reviewing The Boys. I went, saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So yeah. You like that? Loved it. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. Great time. Movie. Yeah, Great time. Movie. Oh, there's so many movies to see. Yeah. I got to see that. I got to see The Farewell. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got to see The Farewell, too. Yeah. Farewell is really good. You I was trying to get I was trying to get D to go see a movie with me yesterday. We was not feeling well. I was like, oh, we can go right now. No, I can't do it. So we finished The Boys instead, which was a good use of our time. Did you watch anything good this week? No, the only thing I, uh, I watched worth note is I'm finally going back and watching uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture. Oh, interesting. On, uh, all the Star Trek, I believe, are on Amazon Prime. That's right. All of them jumped I on. I have not seen Star Trek The Motion Picture since, I mean, for like 20 years. So I'm like, oh, this would be cool to go back and watch. And oh, my God, they were really going for 2001 A Space Odyssey. It is slow as fuck. It is beautiful. There is no story. Like, I mean, I shouldn't say there's no story. There's story, but there's like... It's very much they they wanted to move Star Trek into the sci-fi like v- deep science fiction uh, category, mm-hmm. and then people were like, mm, "This is not this is not what we want." Maybe you should you only see, go where where we've gone before. No, I mean it's 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 beautiful and it's cool and it's very but it's very cerebral. Yeah, and you can see a very very distinct difference between that and like Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan, where you go, big, it's like that's a that's a much faster blockbuster movie with with a feels, villain and a, you know that feels like an extended episode to me. Um, no, I mean to a degree, sure. Yeah. This would I would say that that the the motion picture is a is it has not the motion the, picture. Sorry, con. Yeah, con con definitely feels a lot more Star Trekky. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's one of the things you see here is like I was reading some of the trivia and they were talking about like how the characters were a little disappointed because they didn't really have a chance to explore their characters more in a cinematic setting because mm-hmm. it was really a lot more about the visuals and this and this like just like the the tone. The entire time, and you can see it, man. It, it, it takes like it's taken me three days to watch this movie because I keep not falling asleep. But man, it just lulls you into like this. Like it's just all music and, and mm-hmm. cinematography, and it's gorgeous. And, and they were able to accomplish something amazing for the time. But holy crap, it is slow. Yeah, to the point where I'm almost like. I really want to just take a full version of this and cut it down to like an hour and a half, make it a fucking fast, just move it a fast clip because it could be a cool movie. I would love for you to do that. I would it watch would be, it. It would yeah. be. It's not hard. Star Trek. Uh, it wouldn't be hard. Picture the so Nick yeah, cut. All There's all a solid nine, thirty minutes of just a sh- slow shit moving through the, through space with orchestral music behind it. All, all nine of the non-Kelvin Star Trek movies are on Hulu now, so it's perfect if you want to watch Picard and don't really know what happened there. Even you're in the United States, you can now watch uh, Nemesis and maybe the mm. one before that to get closure on stuff and understand where we're at in the world. Sure. Yeah. Well, what's really cool, an- another fun note about this, we can move on because I know people are bored with Star Trek talk, but uh, oh, one awesome. of the cool things is I didn't realize when I, when I saw it the first time was that they the soundtrack from The Next Generation is 
came from the original motion picture. So when you hear that song, they don't have, they don't play the Star Trek song. It's actually that theme that Gene Roddenberry likes so much. Mm. He brought it back for the next generation. So like, oh, it's cool to see that with Kirk like look, interesting. gushing over the Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah. And this and the fucking costumes are so tight. <laughs> oh, they're tight. Yeah. Wow. Space, space. There's a lot so of double-breasted stuff, right? Where no, it's like, no, 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 not the original motion picture. Really? Uh, Barrett, are you there over there? Can you no. Google uh, Star Trek, the original motion picture costumes and just show the audience how tight a costume can get? I don't know how they get in and out of these things. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where like, I read a piece of trivia that said that all of them decided to come back, but the big stipulation was they had to change the costumes because they couldn't get in and Can't out of them go to breathe. the bathroom. Like really, dude? Yeah, that's shocking. He'll, he'll show I didn't realize that. Like I've, oh, seen, I've seen the original. Like when, when Wrath of Khan, the costumes are completely different. Yeah. They're a lot more flowy. They're a lot easier to get in and out of. They mm-hmm. look like band uniforms. Yeah, these are like seventies. That's what I was tights. thinking. No, yeah, yeah. here, Barrett, are we working uh, he, on this? He's working I, on. It. He I, got I it. I believe is this it? Mm. No. Yeah, but Google the one where he's uh, go. Uh, sorry, so go down, down to the one where he's in uh, the white uniform. Uh, oh, you can get a sense for how tight they were. There, but yeah, that one. This one. Oh yeah. Oh wow. They're a lot there different. You go. Google sleeve like he's like short sleeve white. I'll try to find it. You guys can move on. Okay, you can send it assets. Tim Tam. Yes. You watch anything good this week that I we did. haven't already talked I, about? I watched Endgame again. Yeah. Oh. This time with director's comments. Oh. It's available now. So Endgame is out digitally, out physically in two weeks. Unfortunately, uh, that's just how the world works nowadays. Um, but I, I watched all the bonus features. Um, they range from slightly interesting to very interesting. Um, the deleted scenes are all really cool. Um, most of them, you understand why they're deleted. Yeah. Have you guys seen? I, I saw, saw the one of uh, Cap talking to Don Cheadle to Rhodey. Right? Oh, that was a great one. Yeah. That was yeah. a great one. My yeah. favorite one is uh, it's Rocket uh, is talking to them, and the sign of Black Widow is just like, wait, like how long were you fighting the Chitari? And she's like, I don't know, a couple hours. He's like, hours. He starts like, he's like, they're like the weakest army in the. What are you talking about? Like, really? <laughs> and then Tony comes up and like shaves Rocket. Um, there's like, a, a lot of a lot of fun little moments. Uh, his head, <laughs> like it's like a reverse mohawk. Um, That's fucked up. And I guess not because he doesn't have that later. Yeah. But um, there's like a lot of little tiny fun things like that. Uh, the, the the Hulk scene that I heard that they added in the re-release wasn't there. Oh, interesting. Which is weird. Which is weird. What yeah. was that scene? I don't remember. So it's, it's, uh, it's like the alternate way they would have introduced Hulk into the movie. Like after they're um, like, oh, we need a big brain. And then it'll cut. O- it was supposed to cut over to this like burning building. And then you kind of see like someone like go in and save everybody. And then he he's the hero who's saving the day. And he's like kind of like big ego, gotcha, like yeah. uh, being a Hulk uh, hero and stuff. And it's it's silly. It's fun. But. I felt like yeah. they didn't uh, like um, commit to the big ego thing. Like it yeah. starts definitely when like they're having the conversation and he's like, "Oh, taking come the photos take a and the yeah. selfies and stuff." Yeah. It felt like, "Oh, look, he, he was going to be a problem," and then they just drop it. No, well, it's just fine. Yeah, that scene might be on the digital release. Just there's a, a bunch of different versions of watching the whole movie, and one, some are like with intro or whatever. Do I'm like, I don't IMAX know if version? that's that, uh, but it might be. It might be in the no, no IMAX. Yeah. Um, which is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it might be. That's an IMAX thing, though. Yeah, I know. So like, well, it's a Disney thing, really. They're being complicated. It's like, damn you. Um, but the director's commentary is super cool. Great way, way to rewatch the movie that I've already seen a million times. And it is beautiful in 4K. Like, yeah. seeing all the scenes, it's just like, it's so much. The blacks are so black, guys. You'll never oh believe my God. it. Um, but it just looks great. It's, it's a very, very beautiful movie. And uh, seeing it this way is 
Very cool. And the director's commentary. It's not just directors. Uh, it's the directors and writers. It's really cool, interesting stuff. And yeah, I, I, want, I definitely want to pick it up. And like, so that's the thing. I can buy it digitally and get all the bonus features that are going to be on the disc, right? Y- yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because of all of them. Are so cool. You know? um, and there's a lot of weird like featurettes that are like kind of like based on different characters, where it's like uh, looking at Black Widow over the last ten years, looking at Hulk, looking at Thor, like pretty much any of the, the main characters except Hawkeye, uh, yeah. get there. These yeah. are like featurettes, but what's cool about them is there's like it's interview footage from almost all the movies. That's awesome. So it's like all spliced together. Mm-hmm. So you see Robert Downey Jr. over that's awesome. ten years, and there's like bits really with cool. like Kevin Feige and um, I forget her name, Susie something. That's the the casting person that's oh, casting yeah. all of the so MCU good. movies. She nailed it. And seeing them kind of all interact over the years is really really cool. Um, then the other thing I watched. Wait, real quick before you move on, I just want to talk about one deleted scene because I feel like it added a lot. Well, not a lot, but it answers some question. And I mean, this is spoiler territory, but I feel like in game spoilers, no we're all good fair. Now, it's yeah. all fair. Game but you're warned, so you know, mute me for the next little bit. Um, there's one where everyone kneels mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. as uh, uh, Robert Downey Iron Man's dying, and we see a shot of Gamora walking away. So I guess she survived the snap and did just disappear. Yeah. So she's just out there somewhere. So that's interesting. I mean, you have to imagine. Was that, her. Was she's that like, a concern? I don't these fucking people. Yeah, I mean, that was the thing where it's like, why, why would she, I? I personally didn't understand why she would st- stay past the snap, but I guess he thought about something that kept her around. Get rid of all the bad guys. Yeah, but technically, I get. He doesn't get, know she's a good guy. Well, it, it, but the, the snap thought does. is like, yeah, like the. I don't know if you know this. There's magic stones in a glove. And the, they're very <laughs> smart stones, so fuck off. But yeah, it was, don't, I, don't be I, so I, reductive. Why are you on this show? <laughs> it, it, it was very vague of what her fate was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, but that, we all knew she was alive. I mean, Did that, anyone? I never heard this theory. It doesn't make any sense. It was a thing. It, 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 it would have been interesting if Guardians yeah. 3 yeah. was about... All right, all right, Tim, okay. what else did you watch? Big Little Lies, finally. Uh, I was waiting for the whole season to finish before binging season two. I really, really liked season one. Um, I thought it was a little long, and I wish they would have maybe been two episodes shorter. Interesting. Um, I feel the opposite about this season. Really? I fucking love it. Whoa, because I, I feel like... A lot of other people I, I've been talking to like seem to not be as into it, but I feel like a lot of it's weird behind the scenes drama with directors yeah. and stuff that like and like and there's also the like oh it's not actually based on the book I don't give a fuck about the book fuck the, the book. story books this is great books the writing nerds. is fantastic the characters are I love all of them and I feel like this season's entire goal was hey let's just be as dramatic as humanly possible every single character needs to be going through chaos in their lives but it needs to make sense in the way they all interact together needs to add up and I think that they nailed it for the most part um, I think the end kind of falls apart not the very end but like the Meryl Streep is the bad guy and she is fantastic God, I love Meryl Streep I, she I was blown this, away because like, everyone's always like oh she's she's so good and whatever seeing her in this I was like how are you a real person right that can act this well right. and make me believe she's L from Death Note like it's She's so good at every single line she says is manipulating people around her and you see it all happening and it's just like you're just cheering for her to win because she's just so fucking evil and so good and it just it feels right. Well, that, it was the, that great thing of walking the line with her of are you evil? Are you actually motivated to be by good intentions or bad intentions? Mm-hmm. Right? Because you, 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 her entering into this uh, season, right, of like her son's dead. She thinks there's foul play afoot. Like you start thinking about like what you would do for your kid or what your mom would do for you in that scenario, right? To then get there and then see her push it and it's like, man, I fucking hate you, but I kind of get it. And you're right. You don't know everything. Like there's things going on. But then obviously towards the end, she gets way more of like 
manipulative and taking things out of context and yada 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 and like playing dirty pool. But yeah, God, is she good? Like, it's, I think pool. it's an episode like maybe two, but maybe even one where she's talking to somebody and like she pulls the cross over her mouth and like taps. And it's just like she does so many little fucking things that make it seem so seamless that that's who she is. I believe that she's someone's mom. Yeah. You know, like she nailed this just like caring mom that like doesn't give a fuck about anybody else but her kids in a way that I haven't ever seen on screen. Um, and Reese Witherspoon, fantastic. Yeah. Like, oh my God, she's great. Nicole Kidman, unreal. Like, I mean, Shailene Woodley, like, even. Top tier. Shailene Woodley. Is not top tier. Right, right, right. I think she brought it this season. Really? First season, she stu- stood out as not being with mm-hmm, everyone else. Mm-hmm. This one, I'm like, all right, she's kind of... She's still a great actress, She's getting though. her character her down. And then uh, Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Zoe Kravitz. Zoe. Mm-hmm. So good. Like, she's really good at, at being somber. <laughs> and uh, she kind of nails it. Her storyline is my least favorite of the season. Mm-hmm. But I definitely recommend watching the show. Um, it's totally worth it to see the writing and characters kind of work out and, and where it all goes. Some of the plot points towards the end I really don't like and the way that they end Meryl Streep's story is I think flat out bad because it's just it's interesting. It feels lazy compared to the rest of it. Can I, can I no. guess? I mean, no, you, she, you, you can guess. She does one of those things where she's about to talk and then a Mac truck hits her. No. no. Amnesia. <laughs> no. No. Uh, although there are things like that. Um, oh my anyway, god. It's great. Like the, the psychic shit or yeah. whatever. Like well, That was like that whole Get rid of this. Yeah, Get, I was saying, it, it, it my least favorite storyline is Bonnie stuff, because yeah. it's just like, it feels like it's going to go somewhere, and then it goes somewhere, and you're like, ah, stop, and then yeah. it gets gets where it's going way too fast. Yeah. I feel like the end of the show speeds up way too quickly in the last two episodes, Yeah, and I'm like, this could have been, if there was one more episode that with a plot to back it up, I think the season would have been mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, I had a great time with it. I agree with you. Yeah, like, the ending felt a little abrupt, right? And especially the way they paced it out, just of like the... Court case seemed like it was going to happen in the penultimate episode, and then no, it dragged over to the last one. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, but, you know, when it ended, I was watching it with Jen and Lucy, and they were both like, eh, I didn't like it. And I was like, I just was happy to be back in this world. Like, you know what I mean? I loved the first season of Little Big, uh, Little Big Planet, Little, Little, Little Big, Planet. Big Lies. Uh, and so to get to come back, like when I didn't expect to come back and get more time with these people and see how the relationships changed and see what everybody goes through, right? Like, the whole like bankruptcy stuff was really really fun. Like there were so many different things. I thought they gave everybody. Oh, Laura Dern, dude. They give Jesus everybody Christ. more to do, and Laura Dern just fucking crushes it. That's the thing. Every crushes in Everyone. this thing, right? Adam Scott and uh, Reese Witherspoon, even right. Like I thought they were Adam Scott, man. How great. is he that good? Because you look at him, he's just a goofy guy. Yeah, but like yeah. his, the way that he acts with just his eyes in this season, because he gets wronged, really wronged. And him dealing with it throughout this whole season, the things presented in front of him and like the challenges and like kind of the temptations put mm-hmm. in front of him, he does such a good job acting that yeah. you're rooting for him, you know, and you're scared for him when situations are going on where you're like, no, don't do it, don't do it. It's, that's good. That's a good show when you're engrossed in the characters and, and care about their well being. Absolutely. Yeah. Um,. This show is brought to you by our sponsors, Postmates and Liquid IV, but more about that later. Now it is time for the news. New, 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 new news. news. I never know who's going to do it. Whether it's Barrett jumped on it, but then I yeah. tagged it. And we, I'd say, hey, Barrett took it to 90%. I took it to 100 Sure. Barrett brought the chocolate. Nick brought the peanut butter. I brought our, the sea salt. Our first peanut butter. <laughs> news story, Big Mouth renewed at Netflix. Netflix usually... Uh, isn't one to renew shows for multiple seasons, but they did for Big Mouth, which has been renewed for three seasons. Three seasons. Three renewal. seasons. Yeah, which three is not something is, Netflix normally does. Three seasons does. is always like the the the. Okay, is this it? Are we done? 
with Netflix? Because like they're notorious for, well, I know, for canceling after like two Well, I know, but I think that like they're on season right? two right now. Yeah, no, the third so season. they're going... They're yeah. renewing three more. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm yeah. sorry. I misheard that. That's Crazy. huge. Yeah. That's uh, that's a big deal. And I that's hope awesome. they start doing this more often. On Desperate content. times, man. Yeah, like you've yeah. Seen it yeah you're making a lot of sense. They're rebranding things in, in, I think, a very smart way. But like, mm-hmm. they're doing the Netflix comedy, Netflix film, films, Netflix animation, mm-hmm. and I think they're gonna like keep doubling down because when you look at Disney Plus and after D twenty three next month, like so they're exciting. gonna Can't really D twenty three is about to be the greatest commercial for Disney Plus of all time. Where they're just gonna, I hope so. It's gonna like they're uh-huh. they're gonna come out. They're gonna show it off. They're gonna like give all the trailers and examples for uh-huh. all the things that are day one, month two, month five, whatever it is. But like even just looking at the app when you load it up and there's the big featured thing and then the five slot like shelf mm-hmm. spots that are mm-hmm. Pixar, MCU, Disney, <laughs> so cool. Star Wars, ESPN, yeah. or whatever the fuck it is, National Geographic. Like Netflix is gonna have to do that and they're gonna have to create buckets that are enticing that sh- prove to people like, look, here's why you need to come to us for this unique content, especially mm-hmm. with a lot of their original shows like winding down. Like uh, Orange is the New Black is is over now. Right? Yeah, but I feel like that's uh, none it's of still, us watch it anymore, and it, like people, it's, none of us do. But people still no, do. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like I'm sure that they've lost audience mem- like people on that, like where it's not as motive as many people are motivated to like sign up for it or keep their pre- uh, um, subscription. Subscription. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I think more people are watching that than a lot of the newer stuff they're they're putting out there. So it's like yeah, that's the thing. When you get something yeah. as big as the orange is new, orange is new black, and you lose somebody like me that enjoyed it up until the riot season, where I was just like, I just don't even care anymore, yeah. and I fell away. Sure, I fell away, but I think you kept the majority of viewers, mm-hmm. right? And, and again, now now we're not the since we're not in it, we're not talking mm-hmm. about it. It seems smaller, but I bet they're still seeing numbers on. No, it. yeah, I'm sure that. The and I do want to go back now, and I, I I'm I plan on doing some kind of jump of like turning it on one night and jumping to the end and just seeing how it just all seeing ends. how it ends. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, good news for Big Mouth. I know Cool Greg always recommends the show, and I am interested. In he just said, "Shut your Big so Mouth." So you haven't watched it at all? No, I haven't watched it at all. Yeah. Have you watched it? No, no. That was one of the shows that a lot of people when yeah, we used yeah, to do yeah. more shows. I've heard a lot of good stuff. This. It's the trailer alone is it looks hilarious. Yeah, it's cool. Netflix is doing this. Yeah. Uh, next show that's being uh, renewed: The Expanse season five, ordered by Amazon. Congrats, season Kevin. four hasn't even come out yet, and we're already like they're already saying we're getting season five. I'm really stoked. I'm a big fan of Expanse. I keep pushing it on everyone. It's really good. Highly recommend. I don't know if you like it. I won't. But it's good. <laughs> I mean, I it, it is it is some good drama. Great sci-fi. <laughs> Anyways, Does moving it on. Does need five seasons, though, do you think? Yes. Okay. I cool. want as much as possible in this world. Okay. There's just a lot that they, they like build on and develop. And like it, it starts very quick, too, where it's like they just throw you into this like already built world. And like they're throwing terms out, and it's cool to try to figure out what everything means. And once you know, it's like it, it just flows so well. Yeah. yeah. Next news story: It Chapter Two runtime announced two Jesus hours and forty five minutes. But if wow. that's not enough, it looks like there's going to be a four hour cut. Jesus, coming to Blu-ray. That's outrageous. Yeah, I'm excited. Two hours and forty five minutes seems like a lot right now because I'm tired. But when it's <laughs> when it's that week, and we're, we're ready to watch it. I'm so in. I don't know, man. Three hours of it. I don't dude. know that nah, I need man. that. Oh, like, I want it. It the chapter one. I enjoyed a lot, mm-hmm. but I, it did not need to be longer. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. So like, How, I just don't know what they're gonna Thank you. add with this one. Because uh, like, even with the miniseries, like that, we're, we're now with these two movies going to be way over it. Yeah. Way over the miniseries. I, th- I want to say it was like three hours total. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think they spaced it out enough, though, right? Where I, I remember the the first one was long as well, but I enjoyed it. And I don't remember ever having a moment where I was like, "This is fucking really taking a long time." And granted, I like horror movies, so whatever. 
two forty doesn't sound outrageous for me. No, I'm yeah, two forty like, is a a lot. Like think I'm about aware, like, it's what, a long time. What yeah, that you know. compares the, to movie The first like, one is two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah, so an extra thirty minutes. Ah, it's gonna That's be a lot, by. man. Yeah. But I I love these movies so much, and I the like Stephen King has built like this universe that you know we don't have much of, and I it'd be interesting to see if they do. Like more little ties to like the book where they have the, the whole universe. Like they explain it a little bit more in the book where he's like a, a, a monster from another dimension. So sure. and like, sounds I, great. I think it'd be cool if they could do that. <laughs> and also explain how they fought him in the thing. Like as kids, we like I I never understood what the hell they were doing when they all held hands. But like the ritual of Chud is what that's called. Duh. Yeah. See, to me, this is <laughs> Touch great. Touch your pud, do the ritual of Chad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Why? Everyone's got a pud, we got Chad. Uh, <laughs> this is great for Put me. Put your pud in my mouth. Because if it's over oh. two hours and like th- if it hits the two hour 30 mark, I go, I got, I'm going to have to peter in this. So all of Nick, you, the you worry. Nick, you after 45 minutes. But all of the worry of trying to hold it, it's just not, it's not tenable. Just pee I, in I the have cup. to just go. You've told me multiple times that that's smelly. Pee pee, cup, cup. Anyway, I'm excited for this. Um, I think it's cool. I really liked the first yeah. episode. I don't mind that it's two hours and 45 yeah. minutes. But again, it might, this this might two be one of Two hours and 45 minutes is almost end game. Again, that's what I'm telling you right oh, now. It, you get up. And you get you up, feel it? You take a break. Endgame? You go stretch no, your legs. You go to the bathroom. End, end game. That's MCU. This is it. This is a Dude, horror movie. Stephen King, man. Yeah. I want to be like, I want to have this long experience. Right. I'm excited for it. And will I watch? If there is a four hour cut afterwards, will I watch that? Hell yeah, I will. I'll make a day of it. Very exciting stuff. Be excited. So, some interesting news that I don't normally go into is uh, this next story: theme parks. Hell yeah! Universal Studio announces new Epic Universe theme park coming to Florida, right next epic to Epic Universe. Epic Universe. It's supposed to replace the Dark Universe. I was going to say, what, what is the Epic <laughs> Universe? Uh, Bear, epic Universe the is them being like, "Hey, uh, we have a bunch of different licenses to properties, and doesn't make any sense together. Let's just put a name. Perfect. And okay. it yeah. That way, like, but I, I feel like that's a good name to put together. So, um, can you right click on the image and open a new tab? There you go. And let's just look at that. So this is the image that they put out. There's all kinds of speculation of what. Things are going to be so on the left here. Looks like a Vegas party pool. On the left, we have Nintendo Land. Yeah, so it's that whole bit there. Oh, the up the purple looking thing that is the original monsters. So Dracula, Mummy, the Dark Universe, but it's not Dark Universe. It's like OG shit, but it's pretty much Dark Universe. Uh, But it won't be those characters though. Yeah, well, those characters never went anywhere. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it'll be the dumb old ones. Uh, And then we got a How to Train Your Dragon area on the bottom right. right. My favorite. I'm really excited because Burke is awesome looking and like. Have I always wanted to be there? <laughs> I have. Then, uh, Top right, we've got the uh, Fantastic. Fantastic Beast area. Yeah, right there. Fantastic Beast area. That's it. And then the roller coaster uh, that's like down bottom right-ish as well. I don't I don't know what the hell that is. So um, someone was saying that it, it could be dueling um, wizards or dueling um, dragons. Dragons. Because mm. it looks like it's two separate, like there's two colors there on the oh, bottom, yeah. the blue and the orange. Hmm. And then, so it'd be cool if you're... Supposed to be on a dragon, and you're like fighting someone else. That, that's my uh, favorite. I forget what the roller coaster is called back at Cedar Point, but there's a Cedar Point uh, roller coaster where it's like you're racing like another. another yeah, Screaming yeah, Eagles. Yeah. Screaming Eagles. No, no not, definitely not, not called that. Danger Zone. Yeah. Probably. I'll just say yes. Just I hope you. that it's dragons versus Harry Potter. No, Ooh. it's gonna be crazy. I mean, <laughs> Harry Potter has dragons, but I yeah. want the How to Train Your Dragon, the 
dumb shit looking one. You know. What yeah, I mean? like let's get let's oh. get toothless racing a uh, Norwegian Ridgeback man. That'd be fun. There you Ooh, go. That'd be great. That'd be great. There it is. I like Anyways, theme parks. That's cool. This, this is the first <laughs> theme park Universal. being built in uh, cool. Florida from the ground up since 1999. So it's like it's going to be interesting to have like a fully modern theme park built from the ground up because we haven't seen that in a really long time uh, to the, in this scale. Yeah, it's uh, you can take a little transit thing from uh, Universal Studios to get ooh, there. It's going to be a little yeah. far. P. Soiden in the chat. I, I'm sorry if I didn't say your name correctly. The, the roller coaster I'm thinking about is called the Gemini. Gemini. Oh. Based on the Gemini Man movie with Will Smith. Yeah. That's right. I, I like it. I know I shouldn't, but there's something about it that I'm just, just like It's such a Will bad Smith. trailer, yeah. but it oh. seems like an interesting movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into it. All right. Well, now it's time for some ads. Our first ad from Postmates. When you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 in the morning, or ibuprofen at 10 a.m., Postmate it. Postmates is awesome. I use it way too much because it's the only place I get my Thai food that I really like Ooh. from Chaya Thai, mm. which is in West Portal, real far from my house. Gets there in 30 minutes. I don't know how they do it. Magic. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service you uh, all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, groceries, and convenience stores and traditional retails retailers uh, you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you need within that hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything for you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free, browse local restaurants and businesses, and track your deliveries in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of delivery credits for your first seven days, which is crazy and awesome. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code KINDAFUNNY. The code KINDAFUNNY for $100 of free delivery credits for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code kind of funny. It really is fantastic. God, I love Postmates. Me too. Yeah. Big fan. Mm -hmm. Our next ad, Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. Trying to drink more water, Liquid IV hydrates you two to three times faster and more effectively than water alone. With an added bonus of vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. It's keeping Andy Cortez going. Feels good, do good. Liquid IV has donated 1.5 million sticks to date to places like Haiti, Uganda, Puerto Rico, and most recently Nepal. With each purchase you make, Liquid IV donates a serving to someone in need around the world. Liquid IV helps prevent jet lag when traveling. It's TSA friendly and is perfect for on-the-go travel. Helps keep your skin hydrated and when, while you fly and can be used during flights, before flights, and after flights. Staying properly hydrated is one of the most important factors during the hot summer months. Perfect way to stay hydrated while spending more time outdoors. Liquid IV is the fastest-growing wellness brand you can find anywhere, or everywhere, even Costco. You can find their hydration multiplier sold at all Costco's nationwide. One of the stores that I love the most. God, Costco's great. But don't buy it there. <laughs> Use our code. Uh, 
Why'd you even tell them about Costco then if we're not supposed to send it? It was on there. It was on there. I'm just saying, use the code. Who wants to go to Costco? Certainly not my wife. <laughs> she hates it. There's uh, no GMOs and free gluten, free of gluten, dairy and, no, dairy and soy. Clean ingredients. Uh, Andy loves liquid IV, and I know you will too. Right now, our listeners get 25% off liquidiv.com when you use my code KFMS at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order on Liquid IV website. Go to liquidiv.com and enter my promo code KFMS to get your savings and start getting better hydration. That's liquidiv.com promo code KFMS. Don't wait. Stay properly hydrated. Oh, all right, since our next topic will eventually go into spoilers, I'm going to do the... Spoilers. Thank you for that. No problem. I'm going to do what we normally do at the end of the show, which is out now on streaming platforms. Out now on streaming platforms. There's a lot of stuff up out there. I, <laughs> God, I recommend you guys go and check out whatever is local to your region and what's been uh, released. Let me know what like great find you have on Twitter, at Kevin. Uh, I'm going to pick one from each one. Netflix, Jackie Brown's there. The only Quentin Tarantino movie I haven't seen. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it's on my list to watch. I want to do that this week. I agree with Barrett. It's fine. It's not one of the best. No, no, I've heard that too, but it's it's the only one I haven't watched, so I'm in. But fun fun connection with that one. You got to watch that, and then you got to watch Out of Sight. Because uh, Michael Keaton's character is the same in both. Oh, really? Who's in SI? Maybe it's the sequel to SI. But yeah, there's the, that that character, the FBI character, is uh-huh. in both of those. For some reason, that's, that's interesting. Cool. I, I like so. that. Um, on Hulu, we've got Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Hell yeah, it's very enjoyable. And also uh, Big Trapp, Fish. Hell right? Yeah, Big Fish right. is also on there. And uh, on Amazon Prime, they've added 300, a movie I enjoy very much, very much. Never seen it. Really? Yeah. It's just like the comic book. If you read the comic book, you're didn't read the comic. Oh, we watched the trailer like four times. This yeah, weekend. if you watched the trailer four times in a row, you've seen the movie. <clears throat> okay, great. I blew it's Tim's mind. I blew Tim's mind though because he was like, "Well, then we'll fight in the shade." And I was like, "Do you know who said that line?" And he was like, "No." And I was like, "Michael Fassbender." And huh? I was like, "Our arrows will blot out the sun." I didn't realize it. They will fight in the shade. Fassbender. He's Magneto. He's in that movie? Yeah. A lot of people are in that movie. That you yeah. Resp- yeah, you didn't a lot know. of good looking, handsome oh, jets. You know what I mean? Jacks. Woo, jacks. All right. Out in movie Jack theaters near Speedos. you, we've got Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, we're all tonight. checking that out tonight. This is the last time we're ever going to be on this show in a pre Hobbs and Shaw world. Wow. It's very exciting. I don't think much is going to change. I'll be honest yeah. with you. I think we're I just going to have a, another fun movie to look forward to about two years from now. Also, a movie called One The Nightingale that looks really creepy. So you might want to check that out. 2020. Um,. So for last week's Your Topic, I asked you to come and tell me what you think about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Woo! For next week on the Bronze Tier at Patreon.com slash funny, I want you to go and tell me what you thought about Hobbs and Shaw and whether or not you are excited for more of these offshoot movies. Tim, what's the next offshoot? So we're doing Hobbs and Shaw. It's been uh, it's unannounced. But they're filming the female one, right? No. No? What they're are they filming, filming nine. They're filming nine, nine right now. Yeah. Okay. And the rumor is there's a female-led I see. Fast and the Furious. Because Ruby Rose is in the female, or the, the ne- nine. Rumored. Yeah. Rumored. Really? Nothing I, is I confirmed. I thought her Instagram was Nothing pretty clear. Nothing is confirmed. Okay, Ruby whatever. Rose? Woman, I don't yeah. follow her, so okay. maybe. They have, they're shooting nine now. I haven't seen now, any so. stories, yeah. I keep seeing Vin Diesel putting up Instagram <laughs> posts with women, so and I'm like, oh, they're filming the women. <laughs> she so was in Triple X. 
Great. Her that doesn't fucking help me at all right now. The <laughs> third triple A. Her she was also in John Wick, right? Were in triple X so what does that mean? Yeah. Then you think you're still saying, you're, are, are you breaking the news? Maybe you don't rumor that Diesel. right now they're making a triple X three, four, five, or whatever it is. No, because no, like Vin no, Diesel's a fucking creep well. and weirdo on Instagram. Whoa! You got well done. My street sharks. All right, all right. Let's stop offending people. Thank you. We like their work. Thank you, man. I gotta say, after seeing after seeing Vin Diesel's Instagram, he's one of the best actors I've ever seen. If that's what he's like normally, he's weird and, the, as fuck. <laughs> and the character is high out of his like, fucking mind. And he'll always just post things. He's just like, <laughs> like Happy this Wednesday to Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. Picture him and Michelle. Yeah. Michelle is like, it's just a Wednesday. Friends, no, but, they, oh, it, yeah. but when they, it's the worst is when they do video. Yeah, where, where he just drags her into the video. And she's like, Vin, Vin come on, stop. man. It's like when you're when your parents used no, to like she here, also, talk to your uncle, and you're like, I don't. Next, like, you're ah, gonna tell me this she, photo of Vin Diesel biting Ruby Rose's ear from behind is weird. You guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Does it say anything about fast? I'm working on it. That's right. that was a birthday thing. I thought maybe See, that's that's, why what, that's what yeah. I was saying. I know huh. you wouldn't let me get there. Oh no, it's because you want to sprint your fucking wheels, telling me about goddamn triple X. I don't care. All right, I'm gonna move on to. Last week's topic where I asked the best friends how they felt about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Andrew Feisner says, I think I'm it, I think I set my expectations too high for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. While I did enjoy it overall, I don't like it as much as Inglorious Bastards. At least Brad Pitt is still a badass. True. Go see it when you have a chance. And I, I agree with that. I think I, I may have set my expectations a little high, but it was overall a movie I really, really liked. Uh Mitch Krasnan says while it's, it isn't my favorite Tarantino movie, I really dug Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Leo and Brad uh, being cool the entirety of the movie was one of the best parts. I also appreciated that there was still elements of Western movies in it, keeping true to some of my favorite Tarantino films. I agree with that. The Western stuff was good. Um, I also threw in, like, uh, tell me what you think about The Boys. So Matt Edwards responds, I love the boys. Great story, great casting, an awesome take on the superhero genre. My favorite Carl Urban performance slash character, hmm. which says a lot. Can't wait for season two. So many threads to still explore. And our last one is Fendi. The boys is fucking amazing, and I still have the second half to watch. I love how it's basically a parody on all the shitty CW shows. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, an actual good story, watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood over the weekend, but tonight it's all about family. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, boys, let's and talk partner. about the boys. The boys. I'm real excited. To spoiler start. free. Spoiler until free until we say it's spoiler filled, mm-hmm. and, and then, then Barrett will change the name, and yeah. you know we'll have time codes on YouTube. We've all finished season one of the yeah, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Go around, should all we go around the table? Give quick impressions. Yeah, and sure, what, Greg. Let's start Greg? with you. I had a great time. Yeah, I was in the whole way. Uh, I thought it was a great adaptation of the comic, right? It, uh, well, you know, we did comic uh, for Greg's comic book club over on Patreon.com. So that's kind of funny. We just did in the most recent one, The Boys Volume 1. And so picking that back up after like a, Jesus, 15 years of not reading it, I was like, whoa, this is certainly an early 2000 comic yeah. book. And, and it's Garth Ennis. Edgy. It's edgy. And we're fucking and we're cursing and we're using slur. It's like, okay, cool. Uh, I was reading it again. I was like, holy shit, how are they going to do this on TV, let alone Amazon, right? And I thought the choices they made to at, of what they took and what they dropped made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I thought this... It feels like it, it diverges pretty vastly. Oh, pretty, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, like by I, the end of but, episode know, one, you're kind of off into, oh, well, this is a different... Totally thing, different, different thing, story. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that was great because it kept me on my toes, obviously, and it still gave me 
pangs of what I wanted from those characters. Like I, yeah, and I thought it was a much more grounded, real version of what the comic was. The comic mm-hmm. is like obviously crazy and doesn't make any sense. So like how that happened to see them have to deal with those same issues, how they creatively did got around things in the the boys, the TV series. I had a great time. Yeah. Nick? Uh, I liked it a lot. I thought there were moments where it dragged a bit and started to lose me. There's a mm-hmm. lot of characters in this and a lot of uh, side stories that I was... Like, I, I started off very, very interested in Huey's uh, arc and then and, and Starlight, and by the end of it, I was like, I don't really... I don't really... I'm, I'm much more fascinated by what's happening with the overarching plot and with, with uh, Homelander and all that stuff. Like, that... that And that, I think... It's not, it sounds like a criticism show. It's actually not a criticism. It's actually cool because at first you start and you think the Homelander character is this sort of like, like what's underneath that surface? And yeah. then when you start scratching that, you're like, oh my it's God. Terrifying. It's terrifying. But it's really fascinating yeah. and it's really cool. And one of the things I like about the show is they somehow managed to make it feel really contemporary and current with a lot of the things that like mm-hmm. – um, What's his name? The deep is like the deep does, yeah, and it's right, going right, through, right. and then the subsequent consequences of that action. Starlight's journey, I thought, was really cool, especially mm-hmm. uh, relevant now. Uh, but I like that it takes a, a, a very hard look at what these people would be like if they had superpowers in this mm-hmm. world, and it's very gray area to some degree, mm-hmm. and some degrees it's black and white, and it's fucked up. Yeah. And I think it's really, really cool, and it answers the question for me of like, you know, the old fantasy, or like I'm sure people have written comic books about this. But what would happen if Superman was kind of a bad guy? Yeah. How would we deal with that? Like what would what? How could you possibly deal with something where no human weapon can kill this thing? Mm-hmm. And I think they did. I think they took the show in a place where I, I think towards season so episode six, I was like, I'm starting to lose a little interest in this. And then by seven, I'm like, Oh, okay, we're back. We're back in this. And now I want I, I want to see what season two does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tim Tam, your thoughts? I really liked it. Uh, it. It's a, one of those rare times where there's eight episodes. They're each an hour, like a full hour, mm-hmm. not 40 minute with ads type stuff, like proper hours. That's eight hours of content. And I feel like they, they filled it well. Mm-hmm. Like I was interested in the entire way through. I don't think that there's any parts that dragged too much. Like I was always like, okay, we're on to the next thing. I love the cast of characters and how big it is, but each character you kind of feel for, and the characters they don't get into that much, like Black Noir or whatever, they yeah. don't need to. But he's yeah. great. Yeah. They, they, ha- that, they, they do a good job of giving... He plays the piano. So great. It's like everybody <laughs> so has, has enough moments. Um, but I do think that there's a lot of elements of this that are better than the whole. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like plot points I like a lot. Uh, an example would be, I like Huey, I like Starlight, I like them together. I didn't like all those things being in the same show. Like there's something where it's like it kind of just feels like disjointed at times and it's like, oh, I believe in them as a couple, but I don't believe in how they got together as a couple because that's related to this other story. And it kind of all felt a little too convenient. That's the word Mm -hmm. I I guess I'm looking for. And I was telling you before this, but like I watched this directly after Big Little Lies and I feel like watching both of them made me realize uh, what I was missing in the other one. And I feel like this really is missing tight writing of characters and it, it is a little loose and, and i feel and like when it comes to the plot of what where they're going it's very uh formulaic and by the numbers and you're going to get to the next thing and you know when that the review you know when any reveal is coming you don't know what the reveal is yeah but you always know it's it's right around the corner i think that you were saying that it's not necessarily a criticism what i'm about to say is the same way um i feel like this story in 2000 would have been very cool and unique and like, whoa, but we're so just overrun with superhero stories now Mm -hmm. that this is just, there's nothing interesting about this as a concept. It's kind of just like, 
oh, this, it's another superhero movie. And especially when we, we've seen as many movies in cinematic universes as we have, yeah. pretty much any angle of superheroes has been dealt with well. So this is kind of just you like... Think so? You think that the fact that these guys are the good guys with the bad guys... It, it I think they did it better in Watchmen. Like, yeah, that's the Watchmen they, movie, you see that you go, there's a lot... Like, I think w- the strength of this... And I, I'm going to disagree with one thing you said. You said it's not... I forgot how you phrased it. I think what you meant is there's nothing unique about it. Because there's a lot of interesting stuff yeah. about this. But uniqueness, as far as that's concerned, like, it's not the first time we've seen uh, a character who is overpowered do, like, do bad things for good intent. Or bad things for like a murky intent, you know what I mean? Like in, in Watchmen, Ozymandias, you're like, okay, that's a character that you start off hating and then you at the end you go, I kind of see why he's doing what he's doing. It kind of makes sense. It's wrong, but I get why he's doing it. And I think you end up almost in there here. I don't, I don't want to get in spoiler territory. I, I feel before we could get into spoilers, like, I just want to say like I, I kind of disagree with you guys where I think that this is a unique thing where they're really being like, like commercializing stuff <clears throat> is the problem and like all these people they're not doing bad things for good reasons which what, what Ozzy Mendes was doing that's true they're doing bad things to keep their brand and their stock all of their stuff, stuff going yeah. exactly so it, right but I think but I, what I like about that is that's a basic like they were able to sort of tie basic basic human greed and basic human emotions mm-hmm. into these characters. And I think that, like, that's that's where storytelling, to me, with comic book characters is at its best. Is where you go, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a human that has superpowers, not a superpowered human. Does that make sense? Like, these people are normal people that just have these extraordinary abilities. And, of course, they're going to fall fall prey to the normal, the basic human needs of, like, greed and, and lust and sex and passion. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think A-Train story is one of those where, where you get – it starts off very generic. And by the end of it, you're like, oh, okay. Like, I get why he has done what he's done. It's unforgivable and excusable. Yeah. But I get that he's got this pressure on him to be the fastest right, man right, on the right. planet. And what happens when there's someone nipping at your heels, a young buck nipping at your heels? You know, it's it's – it's crazy. Yeah, right? I, I just feel like they do such a good job developing the characters um, and where we meet Starlight and we kind of see where the path can go poorly for her and she can become like them or where she can choose to fight back. And then they have like opposing characters like uh, Queen Maeve where, where it's like, oh, you made a different choice mm-hmm. and now you're like regretting yeah, it and the paying the consequences of that, of that choice. And I think that's what the show does so well, yeah. seeing like how these characters, and when you have those bad like reasons to do well or to make yourself look like you're doing well, that's why all these guys have become the monsters yeah. that they are. Yeah. yeah. So what I, what I was I, saying I guess is... The, sorry, that, real quick, the, the, the <laughs> reference to Ozymandias is, that's true. That they're, they're, yeah. they're two different different. Uh, but I mean, I, I feel like that difference is so important that where it's like, this is all about... Sorry. So yeah, my bad. But this is all about like commercialism is the problem. Like a company being the backbone of everything that is only concerned about its stock prices going up. That's the the issue here. But I, and I love mm-hmm. the comparison though with them and like they they make direct comparisons to Lockheed Martin and Boeing, right? Right. Or these right. The other weapons yeah. manufacturers and they and you literally look at these heroes and they're marketing them like weapons. Yeah. They're trying to weaponize them and have them be the new defense weapons for. Like the next generation which makes of, so much sense. Which makes sense because yeah. nothing can kill them. I'm it's sorry, awesome. Tim. Uh, what what I'm you? saying is like it sounds like a criticism. I actually don't think it is because I feel like in the 2000s this would have been a very unique take. It's not a unique take anymore, but it's still good. 
So mm, I, yeah. I needed to get to that point. Got it. Sorry. It's still good because I think they <laughs> okay. told a good story with this. And so it's like, even though it's not unique, it didn't need that kind of push to make it good. It mm -hmm. just, it, the story is good. The characters are good and well developed. And it's interesting and fun. And I think the most impressive thing is there's no moment in the show where I'm concerned about how the CG looks. It's oh, like, yeah. I feel like they, yeah, they yeah. chose a, a good art style and a good. Like Dude, the laser eye shit is terrifying. What? I mean, oh, terrifying. terrifying! I thought you were saying it was terrible. But my thing is, like, no. like, when, he's, when his eyes start glowing, yep. like, it's like, oh, like, oh shit! shit. Yeah. But I buy into it where yeah. it's like, obviously, this isn't like blockbuster motion picture quality no. CG, uh -huh. but it doesn't need to be. It because looks good. They choose to do action scenes at the right points to mm -hmm. like make you feel like you've earned them, and the choreography is really good. Yep. And like even the the opening scenes of the the show where uh, Maeve's standing there and the truck hits her that they've shown in all the damn trailers, <sighs> yeah. it's like. I buy it. That I'm like, all right, cool. cool. Yeah. This is the yeah. level that we're going to get it's visually. It's just good enough. Yeah. It's just That's good enough, and they be. stick to that, just and they don't enough. try to overachieve things. But the yeah. show's also not, and this is why I love it, it's not, like you refer we referenced a, a CW show earlier, uh -huh. or someone maybe in the chat was doing it, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's the, not about, like CW shows rely too much on those big action set pieces to the point where they, they feel so redundant after like yeah. the third episode of a season. This the action really doesn't matter in this. It's yeah. kind of secondary to the, to the moral dilemmas and the and the, the things that the characters are actually going through. That like I can't even. I think there aren't that many big action set pieces in the last three episodes. There's like one shootout, and then there's the, there's the, the standoff. Yeah, the, the shootout is really good. It's but, all right, well, but, it, I'm but again, about the it's, one in the Middle East. But see, even that was like. Okay. But see, even that stuff is less about the action and more about like, like people watching it and going, "Oh fuck!" The, the ramifications of what's happening mm -hmm. here is really cool, and that to me is good storytelling. Yeah. I think that the show's greatest disservice is its title, where I think mm -hmm. the boys is going to hold it back because it's not clear what it is, and even after watching it, it's still a little unclear about yeah. that was, who are the boys. That was yeah, I get it. I know who they are now, but it's like, do you? I, I mean, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess that's really? true. I don't know. Because my like, wife was like, "Wait a minute!" Like by the sixth episode, she was like, "Who are the boys?" And I'm like, boys? "Well, I think it's the team they're forming, but I'm not yeah. quite sure." Yeah, the, I mean, sure uh, Carl Urban's character says the boys makes reference like, to it yeah, three or four times, times yeah. and then at the very end, when he talks to that one person, like they yep. say it again too. But and, yeah, I, but I, you I, don't yeah. get that. That's sort of like it's, a team name of until not. late. I know, deep and that's the thing of like you know taking this off of the comic book where the comic book starts in a very different place. And it doesn't start with the team already formed. Totally. Yeah. Well, almost formed. Let's just jump into spoilers here. Yeah. Right. Spoilers. 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 We're starting spoilers. Barrett, put the spoiler hat on. Good job, Barrett. Uh, but uh, yeah, the comics. Title. What? Sorry, updating the. Twitch no problem. Time. Take your time. Comics starts the exact same way of uh, Robin getting killed in front of Huey, Butcher coming to get Huey on the team. But yeah, he's bringing him into. He's already got government signed. Yeah, he's already a CIA the guy. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, the government's funding this but, and giving them the flat iron building, like they make reference to, and when he gives them that crumpled up paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One, of, I mean, one of the things you get the like, I think that is clear is that like the boys was a thing. Then the directors, the, yeah, the Mallory stuff happened. Grandkids were murdered, yeah, yeah. and that's where it fell apart. And everyone, but because he was brought in the same way that Huey was, yeah, yeah. he still has the vendetta, and yeah. he can't let go of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just think that it's a weird name. Like I, I feel well, like I'm this show, arguing. this show is is too good to be held back by things where people are gonna be like, like me trying to pitch Gia on it. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. It was difficult. Then she started watching it. and She was fucking. In. Same thing but, for Jen. I still, I don't 100 percent agree with you still about the uniqueness that this isn't unique. Because yeah. I think even if we point to Watchmen, am I missing a bunch of other movies and TV shows that have got done this? Of the the anti heroes are 
everybody believes in them. And I mean, I know we've seen it in comics for sure. But I mean, yeah. I, I think that's the thing is like at this point, like we've seen it with. I'm sure that they've dealt with this in some of the CW shows at some point. Like it just superhero stories are just normal stories. It's a genre to itself that the genres within the genre. Because like introducing it to Jen, I did the thing where I didn't tell her anything, I didn't even think about it, and then we start, and when Robin gets run through. And it's just fucking blood. Jen's like, holy shit. And I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, scene. sorry. This isn't like what we, this isn't MCU. <laughs> so I know I'm digging it. And like we were I into did the it. exact same thing with Paula. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, yeah, because um, I had already watched when we started watching it. I watched the like first three episodes by, on my own. And then she came home and like then I started episode one right there. Yeah. And it was the same thing where it's like, oh, I probably should have given it a heads up. So. But it like it worked out. I think that no, guy. Yeah, no, yeah. it totally worked out. And yeah. I think keeping the names of the boys is important because when you Google the boys comic, like everything about it is like, oh, this comic is crazy. It's super insane. It goes really far. And I think that like it's, I don't think anybody's yeah. watching this show from based on the comic. Anybody of a more people are watching it because of Amazon promoting it than sure. Oh, mo- and I think t- I saw tons of people on my feed from our industry and friends or whatever watching it. Sight unseen. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I tweeted about something related to the comics, they're like, this is a comic book? And I've seen tons of people coming in like, hey, this boys thing is awesome, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, it caught a lot of people off guard, I think, because, mm-hmm. again, I, I think it's uh, subverting expectations in terms of what you get from a superhero show. Right. And so, and I think it also fill, falls into the, what we're talking about, right, of it being a show that looks better than you expect it to, right? The CG actually looks good. It's got something there. I think I, it's, it's interesting because I think about it. I'm like, I think a lot of the elements of the show needed to be there because this season primarily is just setting up the, the group and all the characters. Mm-hmm. And then they do a really good job of that. I, I, at first, I was like, oh, great. We're, we got this weird Frenchie guy. And he's going to be around. By the end of the season, I, I was like, I love Frenchie. this guy. Frenchie's right? the right. best. They do a really, yeah. really good job of that. I just, it's, it's still, I'm still at a oh point with a lot of these shows where I don't know that. Like if this show hadn't been all episode, all eight episodes accessible to me at first, mm-hmm. I don't know that I would have mm, made it all back. the way through all eight episodes. Yeah. If I had to watch this uh, uh, appointment week viewing week. week by week, right. I don't know that I would because there's some moments where I'm like, I don't. This is I don't necessarily need this much of this storyline. That's so. Interesting. And then I got last night. I was like, I, I hit episode six. I'm like, how many more episodes are left? And I was so delighted that there were only eight. Because if there had been 10, I don't think it would have been as strong. So I don't know. Like I almost want this to be six episodes. Like, like, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm, it was I'm, fine, but I think there's always like a solid hour in there that I'm like, I just don't need this shit. Like, I didn't need all the Frenchie stuff with Kimiko. Oh, I it was cool, it. Yeah. but we didn't, didn't really pay off ever. I, I felt like, it, like the moment where he's trying to convince her in like the Radio Shack or like the yeah, yeah. the store um, to like come with him, and we get a little bit more backstory of who he is, yeah. and we tie that together. What he said earlier, I feel like that I adds think, I depth to that the much, character. But I just didn't need that much backstory. Oh. I, I'm I with you. I, I, thought... I need to see her be into, like I get that they're setting her character up, and it backs up the mm-hmm. overarching thing yep. of like what Homelander was doing. But I was like, Ugh. I thought the payoff of her <laughs> was amazing. Like I love the idea of like she's a terrorist that they're making, and oh wait, it's not actually her; it's someone else. Like I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. But I agree that there was one episode of her. Where you're like, who? What is going on that yeah. they didn't need? They could have just cut out. And I feel like we could have kept that for I, season two. I just stronger. feel like that developed Frenchie and hers relationship. It, did. it is. It is odd that Frenchie like immediately falls in love with her and is like, it's we're fuck. similar. It's weird as fuck. But like because they show us so much of it, I buy it. Especially once we cut to them cooking in the background and now they're like together kind of. I I, I thought that was or whatever. Woman, and then the other huh? the other character, uh, the other woman that he was with. Oh, right. she's just. He, that he was, but he made a reference her. to that too. Yeah. That he's got like a million different women. Yeah. And I think that's like the fact that he can connect different with this woman of night. being 
pulled aside and put in a cage, right? And being yeah. like tortured when he shows his stuff. And like reminding that. him of his childhood and like what he had to go through. But I, yeah. I, I'm with you that I never thought Karen's character got developed all that much. You know what I mean? Like I thought she was like, especially her in Karen? the comic being the actress's name is Karen. Oh, right. I can't remember. The her. female. Kimiko, the Kimiko. female. Kimiko. Oh, yeah. 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 Her character in the comic, right, is set up way differently and introduced way differently. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I understand what this is better. Whereas I thought for her, it was a weird, you're the freak of the week from small little kind mm-hmm. of thing that keeps hanging out. But even with the flashbacks and like some stuff, it was like, I, by the end of this season, I didn't, I didn't have enough on her that I thought justified as much as I saw of her in terms of her backstory. Yeah, there was that. And then the Mother's Milk, the other character, the other yeah, guy, I was I like, I, I love him. I think he's great. I Why don't need it? to see him with his wife and his kid arguing. I get that he's got a lot at stake. I think the 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 more important, the more fun thing for me is the relationship between him and Butcher, and then when they start bringing his character in, and then Simon Pegg's character, and everyone's got to be set. I'm like, this is I I don't like any of this stuff. I don't like uh, why why are we still here? Why can't we, we get to the have action? stakes? Exactly, yeah. the stakes. I get Stop it. Stop adding stakes. You know you know what the stake is? Is there's a guy flying above us that can see through buildings who will find us. He will find us, and he will melt our fucking eyes off. That's the stake. Like I get it. I don't care that he's going to kill your daughter. It's I, scary that he's going to kill you. I still thought it was super interesting that when it's revealed that Mother Smoke has a daughter, it's like, whoa, it's crazy that he's been keeping this from the group where he's not fully in the group, you know, because he's. I feel like he's still trying to keep his world totally separate, keep them safe because of the consequences of like also, what's happened to, before. Well, I'm just saying Laz Alonzo plays Mother Smoke, mm-hmm. and he, of course he's in the family. He played Phoenix in Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. He's in Avatar, oh, too. Well, who cares about Avatar? Um, exactly. It's terrible. Not the one terrible so name. Mother's You're milk. the first year yeah. last what, what an awful name. That's milk great. Mommy. Milk no, mommy. No, see, that, that's that's why I um, like it. These are minor criticisms, yeah. by the way. Like, these are just oh, things yeah. that I felt yeah. that made the show drag a little bit. Like, I really, again, I really started off liking Jack Quaid's character, uh, Huey. And by the end of it, I was like, I just, I think what happened was, that story was interesting. Starlight story was interesting, but it just started being so less interesting than what was happening with mm. Elizabeth Shue's character in Homelander mm, that I was yeah. like, oh my God, what the fuck? Like by episode seven tears it open and you're like, oh, this is awesome. This is a cool concept. Yeah. And you actually start feeling for Homelander. And that that to me is- Do you though? You do. Because when you see that little bait with a blanket, and you're like, this guy's a psychopath. And then you see the baby- just in a sterile room with a blanket, you're like, oh my god, that's dude! So the sad. terrorist that's reveal so that they're building supervillains and the reveal of Captain superheroes are yeah. made. They're babies yeah. with the, that are being given this yeah. drug. I'm like, this is fucking rad. It's like, cool. This is a, such a cool. cool but story. also, the, the fact that Homelander did it. Yeah, yeah I exactly. like that. That like that I cool. thought it was and Elizabeth Shoe thing, and it yeah. was, and it was him. That was yeah. great. Is Melanie had like no idea? That's the, the character's Elizabeth Shoe. I'll look it up. Yeah, it's Elizabeth Shoe. Yeah, Nick Fury, Madeline. Madeline, that's it. Madeline not knowing. And like the way she plays back and forth with the senator being like, it's funny because at that point she has no idea what's going on. But she's like, what does it fucking matter? They have it now. That's perfect. And we're the only company that sells this. And I think I I really like that because that is, again, to talk about real world consequences. If there were superheroes and if a company had the the monopoly on that, they would absolutely market them to the Mm -hmm. government and the government would absolutely use them. Of course. If 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 there was an American... That was flying around who could just destroy any army on the fucking planet. Of course, of course, the government would try to figure out how to use that mm-hmm. and capitalize off of that. So that 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 to me is cool. What I, what I didn't see coming was that you underestimate Homelander because you think he's kind of a psychopath who's beholden to this like mo- right. mother complex of Elizabeth Shue. God, so and, the, and, and and then he kind of like goes. And, I, by the way, I, I'm indestructible. Yeah, really that was you. awesome. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing is like why that the and ending then, is so great, so good. Right. Of like first off, but also you think about this though. Who's the bad guy in this? Because oh, definitely Butcher, Homelander. But Butcher has killed people. 
and all of his motivations, he didn't even bother proving. He was wrong. He killed a bunch of people for, and his wife's still alive. He just took it on faith that Homelander killed her. But here's he, had, the thing. he didn't even bother checking her down. I don't, I don't think that they're trying to make Butcher be the good guy. Butcher is just a guy out for revenge. He thinks that Homelander got killed his wife. Or you know, but that's this again, organization. That's what I like about the ambiguity yeah. of this. Is like you you really sympathize with Butcher, but then when you find out he's wrong, you're like, wait a yeah. minute, you've just mobilized a bunch of your friends, put all their life in danger, and killed a bunch of people who were like translucent. Yeah, he's a perv, but like you, he had a kid. killed his yeah. ass. He yeah. had a kid, yeah. and you did all of this for yeah. revenge, and you were wrong. But here's the see, see I won't I won't feel that yeah. until it turns out that yeah. Homelander didn't rape her. Yeah, if yeah. it turns totally. out that it was consensual, she did yeah. yeah. exactly, which exactly. is cra- like great for season two. And if we get it. Because like right there, even I don't, I I have not even interpreted anything you've interpreted oh. right there. Where I, we got to the end and I was like, doesn't matter. He still raped her and gave her this kid. And like, I'm assuming she's been taken off the grid and put in this house. And like, you have to raise this kid, right? Like she's loves her son, obviously t- tangled up with mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff similar to Big Little Lies, right? But she's still held against her will. I would mm-hmm. I assume if we get That's- to season two and we open season two and it's like, no, I'm kind of here by choice, and yeah. I could have reached out at any point. I have a feeling I it's going to be that. Then that I like that's, it. That's I like it. It's yeah. open like that. Yeah. Though. I, I like too. it too. Oh, both like both could be interesting. That is a good point, but my read on it was it was consensual. She did it. She enjoyed it. Yeah. And then yeah. was like, oh, God, I have to, like, I have to keep this secret because if anyone figures out that this is Homelander's kid, like there are huge ramifications mm. to that. A Homelander will and also there's conducted. And we get that because there's there's – well, we don't get that. That's true. There's ambiguity there. But what I like about it was there's that one line, the doctor, where he's like, you should have been raised in a loving home mm-hmm. with a mother and a yeah. father. Mm-hmm. And, I didn't, and I didn't give you that. And that's you were my biggest failure. Yeah, yeah. And then you flash forward and you see this kid who looks like he's just a well, happy-go-lucky kid yeah. with a mother who's a loving mother. Sure. And I, it's the opposite of home. Well, that's my thing. I like think talking he to Jen about it, right? mother. Like, yeah, yeah. Which well, because is, he kind of yeah. sees himself as, I guess, the father figure. Or I, something. I, I don't think so because he talks about how like you're just a subject. Yeah, you're God, one of my failed subjects. It was really fucked really up. Fucked up. Awesome. Well, that's and I was talking to Jen afterwards about it, right? Of like where season two goes or where season three, mm-hmm. et cetera, goes. Like, I love the idea that you suddenly are presenting this opportunity that's similar to Invincible, right? Of you're gonna have Homelander as the bad guy, right? And mm-hmm. this kid is the only thing that can fight Homelander. And can't kill and him. He's, yeah. yeah, he's rightly and that's it's very invincible, and it'll yeah. be. What we already have the anti-Superman raised in a in a government lab or whatever mm-hmm. versus what Superman is right of a kid raised right. in a loving home that doesn't know any better. Uh, really quick, two things that I want to uh, grab on. One, what you just said, I I know we've talked previously, and you said you were considering reading the rest of the comic book. Oh, I, I was going to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you should. Yeah, because like I was watching a video. It was like, oh, here's all the information you need to know about. Season one, and they go into like spoilers of the comics really further in, and I think that there's some big pops that are really cool if you don't know them. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I was gonna it, the the history of the boys. If you don't know of uh, the comic book way, right? Like boys, when it got debuted was DC. It was going right. great. It was awesome. There's a cover, a very specific cover with a hamster on the cover. Yeah. That stuff happens in there, and yep. that's when DC is like, "We will not publish this yeah, book it's anymore." Too far. So they pulled it out, and then Dynamite picked it up and mm-hmm. started redoing it. And and the release schedule had gotten all fucked up. So I'd been all on board with it. Mm-hmm. This is wait, years and years and years and years yeah. and years and years ago. And then I fell off, and I never yeah. got back to it. And then when we started doing Comic Book Club again, I was like, "Oh, it's already done." I think it's on comics. It's unlimited comicsology yeah, unlimited. So, so I need to just sit down and be I, done with it. I I really think that you'll get more out of it if you don't watch because I think that there's certain things that they are going to pull out of there and if you it spoils it, it it's going to it's a big pop I don't it, care Dude, okay, right, do the, wait, two, wait. the second thing that I wanted to say sure. where you were talking about is Butcher like the bad guy I think that uh, like I was saying earlier they're showing two contrasting characters that are following the same path that, that diverge mm-hmm. and I think we get that with Huey where Huey mm-hmm. 
has the talk with um, the older woman that was the head of the the CIA program. Mallory. 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 That's it. And Mallory. she's like, you got to let go of the revenge. Like, this can't be just about revenge. Right. And that's where we see. Well, because we Huey. see what happened to her. She makes that one reference. She goes, if you keep following this line yeah, and you go it, off for revenge, you're going to be stuck here looking at birds. Yeah. Like, she's been basically right, like right. put in that corner. But that's where the we see another divergent point where it's like, Busher can't do it. He's like, I'm. all I want is to kill it. And then we see Huey go to rescue his team yeah. and recover his team. And now in season two, we can see where they go with that. Am I crazy in thinking that Butcher let the baby die, though, at the oh, end? Oh, 100%. Are you, just he to blew baby. a bomb up. A with a, yeah, he didn't care. That's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, he's not a nice this, character. There's two scenes in this that I thought were unbelievably standout. Um, mm-hmm. And... Like I, I like how it started, but the scene with the airplane where they oh have to go see God. Oh my God. Was that was a hard scene to watch. One of the fucking coolest and like hardest and craziest things that I've ever seen in a superhero. Like even any anything in any genre. Yeah. When he when he kill when the second he shoots the controls, you know it's gonna happen. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, we're done here. Yeah. Let's just and they're like, You're not leaving and, us. Like, no, I'm gonna save each and every one yeah, of you. Yeah, and he's like, get the fuck back or I'll laser all of you guys. You're like, oh, and then shit. the eyes go red and it's yeah. like, Oh, he means it. That was insane. Yeah. And I love that, especially for Queen Maeve, who's like, it, That's her yep. that's her turn point where that you can tell she's going to come back and right. have to fight Homelander or, or to some degree help help with but the resistance. It, afterwards we see her talk to Starlight in a different light. But where, the idea the, and then the last scene the second to last scene where he's like just tell me the truth to Elizabeth Shue and she's like I'm scared of you and he goes thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. And, and then he burns, burns slowly burns a hole in her fucking that. eyes. I, it was I like awesome. her. I love her but I love that scene where it, and then he turns to Carla and he's like I don't have a weakness. You thought that was it? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and goes, again, oh, well, fuck it. And, Boom. And then, and then he wakes up and you're like, what? And, it's, and, and, I, and, at the, and I'm like, he, uh, how diabolical he is, right? And to Jen, where I was like, of course, Jen was like, why would he let him just die? I'm like, no. because what a better way to torture yeah. this guy, to bring him here. I'm like, your then wife's been alive. Yeah. She's yeah. raising yeah. my kid. So you can't hurt me. Yeah. What the fuck? There you go. But Do whatever also, you want. Also, a DS, like that, that was the one thing that I thought was going to be interesting. I'm like, how's Butcher going to handle the fact that if he if it was a consensual relationship mm-hmm. and this is what ended up happening like yes you can blame homelander for being a dick and banging your wife but that's it everything else he didn't really do anything but else here's, other here's than, the thing because homelander doesn't know about the plane and he doesn't know about a, the b- terrorist. Butcher, butcher. Butcher. A butcher excuse me homelander knows about the terrorists and, he knows about the terrorists but he doesn't uh, know that homelander he doesn't know that excuse me butcher doesn't know that homelander did that he knows that there are terrorists, but he doesn't know that they that Homelander that went not? around and made him. I don't think no, so. No, yeah, that was real to just Mallory yeah. earlier. So, Mallory. no, not Mallory, the other one. Yeah. This, this, Why would they name CIA him so close? Mallory and Madeline? Madeline. Yeah. Madeline. No, Madeline. Who's the other one? Who's the, who's the deputy director who has uh, the term? No one knows her name. I forget her name, yeah, too. Yeah. The real standout to me uh, was Simon Pegg's accent. And I'm not even, I'm not <laughs> making fun of Simon it. Simon was distracting. Us, I'll be honest. He's I, I really like the Do you dad. know why he's there? They should have randomly cast a diff, different well, guy. But do you know why Simon Pegg was cast? He was a producer on it. No. no. Simon Pegg was like the Huey in the comics is based off Simon Pegg's appearance. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I was just, my, when he started talking, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I've never heard him talk American. Yeah, I thought he nailed like, it. I didn't even I, notice I, it. I, I was like, whoa. It was I, for me. It was a gear shift, and like, whoa, oh, but it's only because I my I went the other way of like when they set it up. I'm like, what a great nod to the comics. What mm-hmm. a fantastic reference. But I was like, how are they going to make it make sense that his dad's British? Right? That never happens. Not and then, yeah. <laughs> and then there it was, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not lying. I loved it. I yeah. was like, good for you. He, he killed it. He, he did, did such a good job, and. He actually, did, I think he did as good a job as uh, Carl Urban having an American accent in Star Trek, 
which is always a little bit weird too. There's moments in Star yeah, Trek yeah, when you yeah. watch him as Bones, where you're like, oh, you didn't quite get that. We didn't quite nail the enunciation on that one, but we'll give it. I to thought you. Simon uh, Pegg nailed it. I thought I love Simon Pegg. I just felt like he was a big distraction every time he was on screen because I was like, towards the end, of Simon Pegg. I, I feel like he's such a subtle character, and again, this is all building. It's just weird. It was weird. I, I, I love it. Don't get me wrong. It was mm-hmm. weird casting, but I feel like. Like Seth Rogen pops up a little bit here and there because yeah, obviously yeah, he was yeah, one of the producers scenes, and yeah. one of the reasons why the show got made. That kind of made a little bit more well, sense because he, he shows up as himself. Like, yeah, he's an like E Entertainment interview, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Black, but that's what I'm saying. Had no, Seth Rogen been one of the side characters, like that is too big. He's too big of a name. Uh, Question I have: uh, Starlight, she gets shot by Butcher. Uh, she's yeah. bulletproof. Yeah. They're all bulletproof. Yeah. Bulletproof, uh, super strong. D had the same question. She's like, didn't he just shoot her in the chest like a 50 cal? I'm like, giant. Yeah. And they're all indestructible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When she got back up, I was like, what are her powers? Yeah. <laughs> the thing yeah. is, but does she fly? Like, why is A train indestructible? Yeah. But then they can, but then can his leg break his broke. leg. Well, I guess because Kimiko <sighs> broke his leg and she's got. Yeah, she's, she's super strong. But is she? Because she gets her ass kicked, kind of, and then doesn't sometimes. I don't know. She was fighting. Yeah, I will Black say Lamar. this. Shout out to the scene where she escapes, and instead of being mauled by her, the guy blows his own head off. That was, I was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. What a great way to set a character up. Or when she runs into the the place that brought her, the, the, nail, the, shop, the nail shop, and just yeah, yeah. decimates this step, 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 woman's step, step, step. body. The shot really where we get all the different TV shows when they're flipping through the channels, and it's uh, Mesmer or whatever, yeah, like the yeah, show, yeah. and, and then, then it's him, it. dude. And it's Haley Joel when, when they did it, I I, when they were doing the panel, I'm like, who is this going to be? Who are they casting God here? Bless him. I flipped out. So God bless. Haley Joel Osment has. I've come full circle on him. Where at first I was like, oh, okay, he's playing. Don't his talk shit about secondhand lines. I love that he, movie. He he gets where he's at. He plays these fun little characters, and he it's such a great commentary on the childhood acting. Yeah, and I love it. I love yeah. it so much. Also, what a violent fucking death he got oh my god who <laughs> violent he did not have super invulnerability or whatever no, he was no, not bulletproof yeah. or at least not porcelain proof because yeah. he got his head fucking canoed oh, by yeah. a sink and it god. was horrifying yeah I, I love how much butcher just hates any superhero yeah doesn't matter if they can but this will be interesting to see though because now it will be interesting to see if that vengeance is still in him in yeah. season two. I get, I'm guaranteeing it will. But like, I hope he doesn't die. He's such a good character, and I love I don't how he him. handles every situation. He's too, he, he's too uh, fun to watch on screen. Yeah, that beard is great. Any time he's like, you the, the plan goes wrong, he just nails he the transition between the next like move to keep himself going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And we get those little moments of him like walking away, and just being like. <sighs> I like yeah. it. I'm, I'm I'm in. I'm in for season yeah. two. I think. Yeah. I, li- yeah. I like the more like the the murky gray areas that they're playing around in here with. And I think it's definitely. Cool. And I'm all about Starlight, man. I thought she did a she great, great job. Yeah. So so damn good the entire way through. I, think, I I feel like some of the things they gave her to do were a little bit weird. But anytime that I she had like a standout scene, I was like, but I, really I mean, again, you presence. have to put it in context. That's why I like her character. You have to put it in context of her being young, of like early twenties, mm-hmm. kind of naive to the world and really finding her own place. And I like. I like that scene with her and Maeve where she's like, where she's throwing up and she's like, hey, you got to be yourself. Yeah. You, there's our, I, we already there's got already that role covered, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's a, well, it's not a great. That's she's throwing up. That's later. When she's throwing up, Maeve is like, never make them. Don't like, show weakness. Don't show this sort of weakness. No, that was when she was crying. When she throws up at the party, Maeve goes, hey, you're already, we already have oh, one yeah. of me. Because she's dressed like her, sexy. That when she shows the, and then she I goes, yeah, my arm, I, yeah. I did break oh, right. my arm. Like, you got to go be your own person. I thought that was cool. I the, the, All the stuff with the Christianity, I thought I was like, there's a lot of this. Which was there was, a, a there was there was a lot. Like, why are all the superheroes like super Bible thumbing? I, th- I thought it should have been money. I, I man. thought, yeah, but I, I, thought, I, I thought the, it shouldn't have been yeah. Homelander. I thought it should have just been the guy with the 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 blonde haircut who Ezekiel. was the closeted guy Ezekiel, Ezekiel, Ezekiel yeah. which I thought was cool. But then they kind of make reference to him dying, and you're like, did someone kill him? 
No, they make references to him. Or I remember them making a reference to him getting blackmailed. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think so. Because Homeland was like first uh, translucent, then Ezekiel. I was like, what, what happened? Well, Did they I thought just getting fucked. I guess so. Yeah. Well, he got fucked. Yeah. yeah. I did some fucking. Yeah. Anyways, I, I, I loved, uh, a standout thing for me is I loved Huey's growth, where it starts out, you see his dad, you see these people are, are really non-committal. They're non-confrontational. Yeah, n- making decisions it seems like a challenge. He's trying to talk to his boss about uh, getting race. a raise, and it's just like his boss just shoes him away, and that, that was it. And seeing w- the motivation that pushes him to go further and further just all made so much sense to me, and I loved it. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. There's, so, I feel... Like and obviously the story would need to change mm-hmm. for this to work, but like you could take Huey out entirely. Oh, it's crazy. I'd be fine. I mean, I, he, he's he the thing I care the about le- least in this in, yeah. entire show. And you were saying where like things are really convenient, but I think that that's part of um, kind of like the the narrative where it's like, are the like there's a line where um, Butcher says to Huey like, "You think God like made it so your girlfriend." got killed and I think that that's part of like this is all happening for a reason like this isn't random accidents I think that there's you know this is all kind of meant to be so that we they can stop yeah well I mean I think to Tim's point though like I I do want to see Huey not be so conflicted in season two like he kind of came into his own by the end of season one and if they if they start season two where he's still like oh shucks it's gonna be like dude kill it like I think him. no, they can't. I think, I think we're totally different. past. Yeah, it. He's yeah. got to be through. especially now. He's got to be a team member. He's well, that be a was tech the thing guy. I thought they did a great job with Huey, where it was for him to be like the comics, all in with Butcher. We're doing this kind of thing, and then waver, but then be given the stakes of Starlight, right? Mm-hmm. Where he does know she's a good person. He do- is falling in love with mm-hmm. her, and then to have those mash up, like when Butcher comes to the yeah. bar, his friend comes to the bar, and then have to use her to get back with Ezekiel. It's like yeah. I liked those moments. I agree. Towards the end, it w- we were in an uncomfortable. Maybe not. It was three fourths of the way there instead of all the way there. Kind of just, I said this earlier, but it's just like I liked all the elements. I yeah, did yeah, like yeah. them together. Just in this show, I didn't Too like much it. together. Like, yeah, it's yeah, just like I feel like there was so much cool drama that they were setting up, and there were so many plot lines that are variant. The drug, the like the idea of the superheroes, the business of superheroes, mm-hmm. the movies, the cool stuff. like all that stuff's cool. And it's like I would have much rather spend time on that than yeah. sure the more time on stuff that you're right never gets a hundred percent. There is always maybe eighty. I, I thought Jack Quaid's performance was real good. Oh, I thought it was fantastic. I thought, I thought, it was, yeah. I'm, I'm, I thought he was good, but I'm going to give a special shout out to Anthony Starr, yeah. who's the guy that plays Homelander. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Who yeah. is, it fucking nails every yeah. scene he's in. Like, even just the creepy moments where you think he's staring at himself. Dude, right? And and I remember seeing, oh he's my staring God. at the wall. came in, he was staring obsessing. at the wall, and we didn't know yet. I was just like, all right, this so guy's is there, is there the Homelander? Like, when they introduced the babies, I was like, this isn't the first Homelander. They're growing these kids. They're giving them powers. They're like, re- and, and they're starting to break down or something. And he's because like when Starlight comes out and she starts talking to him and he doesn't even acknowledge. It's like weird. And then you get it that he's just staring at her. I was like, oh my god, so good, fucking twisted, so good, twisted yeah. shit. And it, it, oh, all and the conversations you, he has. Like, hey, buddy, come on in. And exactly. you're like, oh, this is gonna go dark. Yeah. Every time he's like setting up a meeting with someone, uh, I get, I and get like, anxious. You see the fear oh, yeah. of like the other seven members just being like. Deepa was the die. one character I thought never turned a corner for me. Where it was, he's the deep, and yeah. I granted, like you know, at the end, like he's he's he obviously you know does the rape stuff in the beginning, and then gets to being kicked out to Idaho, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. wherever. I, I think it was Idaho. And so you're Saint like Dusty, haha, Dusty? Ohio, Ohio. Yeah, okay, and so it's like ah yeah, but like even then he's like comic relief with the the, the dolphin, dolphin through the, the window. Awesome, like, like, no, not I against the scene. Loved that. Yeah. I don't think they needed to do the lobster scene because oh, it's just like, like we it. get it. 
He sucks. We get it. He sucks. He's dumb. He can't figure out how to I, save. But the gills anyway. bit, I did not like at all. No, I, didn't I think I they're trying to make much. us feel sympathetic. Yeah. And it's like, no, first off. And on top of that, it's like, this is weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. And like, it's uncomfortable. It's not. And like, I get that that was kind of the goal, but like, it's uncomfortable well, I, in the wrong way. I think the goal was to show sort of like what caused him to get to that point where he needed to abuse other people was like, he felt like a freak. He felt like it wasn't like he didn't want to show himself to people. He never felt like he was really accepted. I don't think it ever matured properly as storytelling yeah. wise. I'm interested to see what they do with him in season two, because the idea of like, can that character ever be redeemed with the horrible shit that he's done? I think it's a fascinating yeah. playground to play in. And I think, but, but where we, where we leave him. I think is a great place where he is fucking gone. He is off his rocker. He's shaving his head. He doesn't know how to deal yeah, with the things that he's done and how and the ramifications of those things. And I think that's definitely one of those storylines, along with Starlight storyline, that I think is super contemporary and and fascinating for the time that we're in right now. I my only issue with the deep is like I don't buy that he feels bad about what he did. I think he's just like. Ah, well, that's, see, the that's the thing, though, yeah. and that's what's fascinating about yeah. exploring that character and where he's at. Does he feel bad? Does he not feel bad? Mm-hmm. Will he ever understand, like what that? And I think the idea of someone abusing him was supposed to get, put him in that mindset of saying, like, "Oh, I get what I've done." Uh, I, I got I, the he's feeling he's very conflicted, and it's I don't know. We'll see. I, I got the feeling that that was like <laughs> them being like, "Look, the world makes everything right," and now he's like having to go through this. And I just was like, no, I I think it was more of just like like people treating him like an object or like a freak was something that he like he has either gone through or needs to go through more to be understanding. And like those girls are fucking what the fuck was that girl's problem, man? She's just get your fingers out of there. Don't get don't put your fingers in my girls. But it's like it's it worked for nah, bro. Mm -mm. I was shocked that he didn't like slap her away and like kill her. Yeah. Like yeah, you're done. Yeah, get your fingers out of my gills. His weakness is if you're in his gills, he's got no powers. But like, he just looked like he was. I will say, like, shout uh, out to that actor who was jacked. <laughs> oh man, it's like a lot of not girl. male nudity in this, and he looked the best. He looked great. That was a tight ass. Yeah. God, he had a pert ass. Carl Urban second, second runner up on good that. ass. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, when he got out of bed, then. a lot of good to ass show in the show. Though, you know what I mean? Also, hey, at any point, Save did you think that they were like, <laughs> we wanted to get Bradley Cooper for that role that Anthony Starr played, but we couldn't get him, so we got Anthony Starr because he like looked exactly like Bradley Cooper at moments. I loved Anthony Starr. Like I think they made this into a movie. Bradley Cooper would have played that role; would have been perfect. I don't know. But I'm just saying that because um, they look a lot alike. Yeah. I, I was super, super impressed by this Anthony Starr guy. He did great. Yeah. All right. So I think we all very clearly recommend this show. Go and watch this show. It is fucked up. It's very graphic, though. So just be ready for that. Get ready for graphics. Yeah. And they get there real quick. Real quick. Can't wait for season two. Thank you guys so much for it's joining us. Announced already. Yeah. It's I think they're happening. filming it already. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, yeah, and go go home and watch The Boys tonight. Check that out. Let me know if you the like it. You can find us on the social media. Oh, the back of town. A lot of good. I, I liked Jack Quaid's constant uh, music shirts oh, and then yeah, the yeah, Billy yeah. Joel stuff. Yeah, 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 a, lot, yeah. a lot of good. Uh, you can follow Greg at Game Over Greggy. You can follow Nick at Nick underscore Scarpino. You can follow Tim at Tim Gettys. You can follow me at Kind of Funny Kevin. Thank you guys so much. Go watch The Boys. It's awesome.